Yes, welcome in everyone. This is the full 10 yards betting podcast where every pound counts and every penny as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's podcast is going to be mainly the week nine bets. Unfortunately, though, due to uh, some issues at my end, Adam and myself weren't able to match up uh, in terms of time to be able to go through them together. So what's going to happen is I'm going to hand off to Adam very shortly indeed. He's going to go through the anti-post bets that we did at the start of the season, the £100 challenge. It is halfway through the season, so it's always good to get a bit of an idea of what's going on. Then he's going to go and give you his week nine bets, and then he's going to come back to me. I'm going to give you the week nine bets as well, uh, maybe a bit of an update as well on how we got on last week. Spoiler alert, not very well. Oh, well that's speaking uh, from myself. Uh, anyway, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Full10Yards, and Adam and all his great work at touchdown tips uh, touchdown tips on twitter.tdtips.com on the interweb so go and check that out but without any further ado let's get over to the dulcet tones of adam Wolford. yes it's that time of the week again where we try to win you some quiche Unfortunately, due to a few issues in our uh, schedules this weekend, me and Tim aren't able to get together, but we should be able to put something together for you all. Uh, first of all, I'd like to go through a our £100 challenge from the start of the season. Obviously, we're coming into week nine, so we've had the first half of the season, so I thought it would be decent enough to have a nose at what we thought pre-season and where we're all at with it. So I'll go through Tim's first. He had Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, possibly. They're, they're getting a bit fitter. They're coming into a bit of form. Who knows? They could possibly push the Cowboys for the uh, NFC East there. He has 11-2, to two, £10 on the Colts to win the AFC South. That one's definitely got some legs. They're looking pretty decent with um, Jacoby Brissett under centre. He got a divisional acker with the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Browns and the Vikings all to win their division at 26-1. to one. Five quid on that one. It's still possible, obviously looking unlikely with the Browns being complete garbage and the Packers looking very good. And obviously the Eagles possibly, who knows. They're probably not too far off. Uh, one that's looking very nice is 15-2 to two, uh, for all these teams to finish fourth in their division. The Dolphins, the Bengals, the Cardinals, the Buccaneers and the Lions. Obviously the Lions are the tough one there with the Bears playing like utter dog crap at the moment with Trubisky being completely and utterly useless. But... The um, first three on that list, the Dolphins, the Bengals and the Cardinals, all look fairly nailed on. The Buccaneers, I still have faith in them for some reason, so that one might happen. And then he's got the one that he stole off me, uh, Mr. Dalvin Cook, most rush yards at 25-1. to 1. He's got five quid on that one. He currently leads the league with 100, 823 yards. Uh, Leonard Fournette is second on 791, just uh, 32 yards behind him, but that one's looking very nice. Uh, probably the best bet that he had was his nap which was Lamar Jackson the most QB rushing yards They that was at 11 to 10 he had 30 pounds on that one he's pretty much double Kyler Murray in second place uh, he also put a cover bet on Kyler at 10 to 1 so I would imagine that one's pretty much in and then a couple of MVP bets that Tim had Carson Wentz and Baker Mayfield both at 16 to 1 both pretty much dead in the water. They are not going to happen. And Quinn and Williams, defensive rookie of the year, um, he had five quid on that one. That one's pretty much dead as well. But he is doing better than me. I'd say he's probably on target for 
probably going to make a little bit of profit on the bets that we had at the start of the year. For me, my nap was David Montgomery over 765.5 rushing yards at 4-5. to five. He's currently about half that through seven games. Obviously, he had a big game the other week, I'm hoping. That was the start of the way forward for him, and he'll get more of the ball coming up. Chicago to miss the playoffs was my next best. Uh, 11 to 10, I had 20 pounds on that one. That one is looking fairly nailed on. As aforementioned, they are garbage. And then the following four teams to miss the playoffs at 5 to 4. Buffalo, Cincinnati, Seattle and Washington. Well, two of them are done. Uh, the Bills have got a much tougher schedule coming up after this week against uh, Washington. Um, and the Seahawks, they're in a very tough division with um, the 49ers, the Rams... Both playing pretty well. Uh, the NFC is very tough at the moment. And they have really not blown anyone away. So I'm still claiming that one's got legs. It's going to be really tough. But we're getting there. Um, I had £10 on Carolina over 7.5 wins. And McCaffrey to have 10 or more touchdowns at 11-4. to four. I think I said at the time this one's basically just on the wins. Uh, McCaffrey has his 10 touchdowns already. After 7 games the Carolina Panthers are 4-3. and three even without Cam Newton, who looks like he may well miss the rest of the season, which sucks for him. I had a pot shot at Adele Beckham to throw a touchdown. I thought the Browns would be a lot better this year. He has had a couple of pass attempts. Um, so at 5-1, to one, uh, 20 quid, I'm still fairly hopeful of that one. I think I'm probably going to... Probably on a slight loss at the moment, but... With a little bit of luck, I should be able to make a bit of profit. I also had uh, Bradley Chubb and most sacks at thirty, uh, twenty to one. Obviously, he's out for the season, so no one's dead. Uh, Rob joined us for this one. He thought he could be Billy Big Bollocks and take us on. He ha also had thirty quid on Lamar Jackson most rush yards at eleven to ten. He's on Keenan Allen under twelve fifty receiving yards. Keenan is currently on six hundred seventeen, um, but he's done nothing for the last couple of games. Um, so it remains to be seen whether the change of offensive coordinator there will give him a boost or not. Uh, he had any team to go 0-16 at 9-1. to Five quid on that one. That one is looking really good at the moment, obviously with the Bengals and the Dolphins playing each other in week 15. I would imagine one of them will be 0-14 by then. So there's a fairly good chance of that one. The Patriots' best record at 6-1. to Looking pretty damn good as well. They're obviously unbeaten at the moment. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, most pass touchdowns. Uh, he is currently on 13. Sorry, no, I tell a lie. He is currently on 16. Russell Wilson leads the league at the moment on 17. So at 13-2, to two, that one's looking like a fairly decent bet. Then he had a few random shots on the awards. Offensive rookie here, Miles Sanders or David Montgomery, both at 20-1. to one, Both dead in the water. Ed Oliver... Defensive rookie of the year, eight to one, not going to happen. And comeback player of the year, Devonta Freeman, uh, nine to one, not going to happen. So I think we're all possibly at least going to break even, possibly a bit of profit for all of us, and we'll see what happens come the end of the season. Uh, on to this one, on to this week for me, week nine of the season. It's hard to believe we're already halfway through, but here we are. Uh, my Bengals still a hundred percent, so looking good there. Uh, so this week onto the money line bet for me because we always start with the money line. I have got the Jets to beat the Dolphins. I've got the Steelers to beat the Colts at home. 
the Raiders to beat the Lions and the Cowboys to beat the Giants on Monday night. That comes to 5.6 to 1. Uh, the Jets are playing the Dolphins. They are a shambles at the moment. The Jets, after the trade deadline and the dressing room, is probably not going to be the nicest place in the world. But they're playing the worst team in the league, who do not want to win. The Dolphins were 14 points up at the weekend and called a zero blitz uh, when the opposition won third and 20, leaving Deontay Johnson pretty much half the field to just stroll into the end zone. It was, to me, a fairly clear sign that they're coaching staff were throwing the game so I'm fairly sure that they do not want to beat the Jets this weekend because the Jets have only got two wins themselves and could quite easily pip them for the first pick overall um, the Steelers have been not impressive but not awful they've got a very good defense they have pretty much no offense Mason Rudolph was shambolic in the first quarter last week he looked absolutely awful and they should probably drop him for Devlin Hodges but Steelers fans think that he's God's gift because they trust their franchise and they traded away their first pick for next uh, first pick in next year's draft meaning that oh well surely we know that he's the QB of the future nah nah you're wrong he is not the QB of the future he is dog crap um, but I think their defense can probably hold the Colts to not many points and it should only take one or two touchdowns so I not confident in the Pittsburgh, but they're above even, so I'm going to add them to this. Uh, the Raiders have been surprisingly good. They finally return home after a 21,000-mile road trip, which included a bye week, a trip to England, and five games on the road. This is the first game back in their own stadium, and honestly, they've looked a lot better than anyone expected. The Lions haven't looked bad themselves, in fairness, but they have no run game at the moment. This will probably be a lot of um, Matthew Stafford throwing the ball. I think this is going to be a high scorer, which I will mention later on. Um, so, and I can, I can see Oakland doing the business back at home. And then the Cowboys should destroy the uh, the Giants. I've just written a little article for Sportsbook Review, and I've got the Cowboys winning by at least 13 points. I think they are going to murder them uh, coming off a bye week. So, Jets, Steelers, Raiders, Cowboys, 5.6 to 1 on the money line. Uh, my spread treble, I have got the Cleveland Browns. I had them penciled in at plus one and a half earlier in the week, which seems hard to believe right now because they are minus four at Denver. Denver are playing a rookie quarterback. That's pretty much all I need to say there. The Packers minus three and a half in LA against the Chargers. The Chargers do not have a home field advantage. This one will pretty much be all Packer fans. And the Packers are on fire at the moment. Aaron Rodgers playing at an incredibly high level. Aaron Jones leading the league in touchdowns with 11. He should be able to get at least one more. And then my dodgy one for the week is a team I cannot get off of, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If Jameis Winston somehow figures out not to give the ball away, not to give another five or four or six turnovers, then Tampa should walk this one. Even when he has been given these turnovers, they should have won last week. Um, they were denied by a dodgy <coughs> whistle from the referee. Uh, and the Seahawks, they have played four games at home this season they are two and two they have a point differential of minus 20 the two games they won were against the Rams and against the Bengals they won them both by one point even the six games they've won this year they are not looking very good they have won four of them by a maximum of four points so for a team to be getting five points I am going to take them every day of the week so I've gone with the Buccaneers plus five so that came out at a general 5.95 to 1, 10 to 11 for all three of them. Browns minus 4, Packers minus 3.5, Tampa Bay plus 5. 
My totals for the week, I have gone with one over and two unders. The over is the Lions versus Raiders, as I said earlier. The Lions can't defend at the moment. The Raiders give up more 20-yard plays than anyone else. They have uh, The Lions have no running game, so Matthew Stafford will be airing the ball out. You can see another one or two, three, four touchdowns between Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones in this one. And the Raiders aren't exactly brilliant against a tight end either, so I wouldn't be surprised if TJ Hawk gets a little bit of the ball finally as well. The Packers versus Chargers, I have gone under 48 and a half. Um, I think that will be a fairly low-scoring game, mainly because I don't think the Chargers will score many points. I don't think they'll get more than 14-20, and so all I need is the Packers to get under 28, and that one's a winner. I think that one's a fairly decent one. And the Colts versus the Steelers, under 40.5. I think this will be a pretty tight game because neither of the team are exactly brilliant on offense. As I mentioned before, I do not have any faith at all in Mason Rudolph. I think he's a joke. Um, and the Colts are with T.Y. Hilton, who has scored half of their touchdowns this year. Uh, that might not be true, but it seems like it. Um, so I don't think they'll put up many points either, and both defenses are pretty damn good. So I have got Lions versus Oakland over 50.5, Packers versus Chargers under 48.5, and, and Indy versus the Steelers. I don't know why I did Indy instead of Colts. Colts versus Steelers under 40.5. That is, again, 5.95 to 1. Our standard standard uh, 10 to 11 on all three of them there. Uh, so, on to my anytime touch score, touchdown scorer treble. I have gone with this week Derek Henry at evens. Uh, Tyrell Williams at 2.65, about 13 to 8. And Robbie Anderson at 3.0, 2 to 1. That is 15 to 1 on Unibet slash 888. The same bet on 365 is um, 15 to 2. So obviously make sure you shop around for prices on these. The <coughs> Titans uh, with Derek Henry are playing against the Panthers. The Panthers are awful against the run. They're one of the worst in the league. They could well be worst in the league according to DVOA. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, they are very good against defending the pass. So I think they will run the ball a heck of a lot. So I think that will be the one for me. Um, Derek Henry getting a touchdown there. Tyrell Williams has played five games this year. He's scored a touchdown in five games. I don't see any reason to go against that this week, against the poor line secondary. So Tyrell at 13-8 to eight, I thought was pretty darn good. And Robbie Anderson 2-1 to one against the Dolphins. As I said earlier, the Dolphins do not want to win. They put their best player, definitely their best cornerback, Xavier Howard on IR this week, which is another sign they're keeping him for next season. He is he is um, going to miss the rest of the season. They, they've said that it's nothing too serious, but they don't want to risk him going forward, which makes sense given the fact that they're dead in the water and they don't want to win any games. So Robbie Anderson is the main downfield threat for that, uh, Sam Darnold. The Dolphins also can't really get any pressure on the quarterback, so he should get time to be able to hook up with Anderson on those deep ones, and Anderson can easily take it to the house from anywhere. Uh, incidentally, his receiving yards are 41.5 on Paddy Power, which I think is a fantastic bet to go over as well. So my touchdown treble is Derek Henry, Tyrell Williams, Robbie Anderson. Comes out to about 15-1 to 1 on Unibet slash 888. Um, a couple of others at bigger prices. I've got Paris Campbell for the Colts against the Steelers. T.Y. Hilton missing, as I said. So Paris Campbell returned last week after a 
bit of an injury, he is a decent price at 5-1 to one on Betfair. Uh, Jonu Smith for the Titans, the tight end there. Uh, the only reason I'm not putting him in anything is that the Panthers are good against the pass. Um, but at 4.75, just over, uh, yeah, nearly 4-1. to one. Uh, probably 3.8 to 1 or something ridiculous. Well, 3.75 to 1. Um, is a pretty damn good bet. He scored last week. He ended up with a 76 yards off um, off five receptions. Sorry, off six receptions. And I think he'll be a big part of the game this week. Duke Williams for the Bills. The Bills are playing the Redskins. They should be able to do what they want. He is 11 to 2 anytime. He got a little bit of the game a couple of games back. He only got two targets, one reception last week. But he is um, he's part of their offense and he's a big lad in the red zone. Tyler Croft also for the Bills is 9-1. to one. He seems to have taken over the role as the main tight end from Dawson Knox since he's returned from injury. I've got another tight end, Foster Moreau for the Raiders. The Raiders love using the tight end in the red zone. Uh, Darren Waller obviously is the main man. But Foster Moreau is 6-1 to one on Betfair, if you fancy the second-choice one. Um, no pops for me this week. Frankly, I've not had time to look at it. I have worked non-stop today after losing some of my work yesterday, so I've had to catch up, which is a bit of a pain, but it is what it is. And I'm off to Wembley tomorrow morning, so I will have no time to do anything then. So I've been kind of rushing through, which you may have noticed from the fact I'm speaking at one half speed at the moment. But I have, for once, remembered the requester bet. I have a requester bet for Tim. I have gone with Christian McCaffrey to score one rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown at 8-1 to one for the Panthers against the Titans. Titans have a very good defense, but I think 8-1 to one is a pretty good bet for him to score both of those. He's going to score at least one of them. He's, he will score a touchdown is what he does. So I think eight to one for both of them. I've had ten quid on it myself. We'll see what happens, but I'm fairly, fairly confident of that one. So that's it for me tonight. I am looking forward to getting to crew to get on the train tomorrow, to get down to Wembley, to watching the game, and then coming back to crew that night, and then getting to work at our five in the morning tomorrow. Should be a very good game between the Texans and the Jags tomorrow. I am very much looking forward to that one. Um, so that's it for me this week. The Bengals will not lose. It's a good week. Who day? Many thanks to Adam for his selections. Over to me. I thought I'd quickly go over the £100 challenge from last week. Um, my bets were Rams minus 11.5, which obviously copped. Uh, under 74 pass attempts. Uh, Andy Dalton. Uh, Jared Goff did his part of the bargain, uh, only just the 31 uh, pass attempts, but Andy Dalton decided to do 52, so that didn't cop there, 83 in total, so no dice on that one, thanks Andy Dalton for that, that's why he got benched. Um, third quarter for the most points, it unfortunately was the second quarter, and then the uh, Rams to win every quarter uh, was going all the way until the fourth quarter when they, uh, it was a nil-nil at the end there, so uh, no dice on that one unfortunately, and then Darrell Henderson at any time obviously didn't cop as well, so out of £100 I made a whopping uh, £5 profit, so um, happy days on that one. Uh, looking at Adams, he had Auden Tate as his best bet um, on that one, 
on the reception, so that was a bit of profit. He had uh, Joe Mixon uh, over fourteen and a half, uh, under fourteen and a half rushing attempts. He had seventeen, and then all his uh, touchdown ones, Henderson, Everett, and all the rest of it, they didn't come in either. Uh, Todd Gurley and Joe Mixon did score TDs, but not the first or the last. So uh, happy to say, happy to report that I won that hundred pound challenge. Adam, surprised you haven't mentioned that one all week. Uh, on to <laughs> on to the next one. Looking at last week's bets. Um, I mean, I, I looked through mine and they were they were god awful. Uh, Buffalo Bills not doing me any favors, uh, and I think I was half a point out on the uh, total points as well. Um, looking back at Adams, uh, I need to post these on the uh, when we post these on the website. I'll have uh, a full review of how we did uh, last week because I can't remember if uh, certain players scored touchdowns for his bets. But um, yeah, the Rams won, didn't they? The Saints won. Um, did Houston win? I can't remember because I can't remember who they played. They played Oakland, which they won, uh, and San Francisco as well. So his money line actually copped as well, but that was only uh, 1.88 uh, to 1. Chargers plus 3.5, Philadelphia plus 2.5, and, and uh, I think Tampa Bay uh, didn't do very well either anyway. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll, um, we'll put all our stuff up on the website, full10yards.com, like we normally do. Uh, listening back to Adams, uh, there's a, a couple I agree with, I must admit, uh, and I'll go through my reasoning uh, for those in due course. But let's start off, yes, Adam, like we always do on the money line. Uh, I've also gone for the Jets and the Cowboys, uh, but I've also, uh, that, that's because that's what you've got. Hang on, I'm reading from your your hymn sheet there, so I don't be doing that, do we? But yes, I do have the Jets and the Cowboys, but I've added in Philadelphia and Baltimore as well. That fourfold there is 7.12 to 1 with Unibet. Philadelphia should take care of business at home against the, a poor Chiefs team. Starting to get a bit healthier, like Hannah mentioned on his segment as well. The Jets, um, yeah, I mean, it's never great when you're putting the Jets in an acca, but um, as for the reasons Adam said, um, yeah, the Jets should be winning that one. If, if Miami were going to win a game, they were going to win a game last week because they were 14 points up. Uh, and then that, um, that car crash for a second half performance uh, decided to uh, come out on the pitch. Uh, Baltimore, I'm going for Baltimore to beat the Patriots this week. Uh, I did forewarn Adam that that was going to happen. So, uh, yeah, I've gone for those for Philadelphia. New York Jets, Baltimore and Dallas. Dallas off a buy as well. Away to Big Blue, 7.12 uh, to 1 there with Unibet. Moving over to the handicap, uh, me and Adam going head-to-head on this one. I've gone for Seattle minus uh, 5.5, Baltimore plus 3, Dallas minus 7. Didn't really like any uh, any of the handicaps this week. I uh, did potentially like the Jags, uh, but then a small amount of points. I think it's 1.5 or something stupid like that, so a bit pointless taking it. that. Although you go much now, they're going to lose by a point or something like that. But yeah, those three, uh, 6.53 to 1 for those. Uh, what can we say? Yeah, Seattle. I, I just I'm not a fan of James Winston. He's just going to keep turning the ball over. And and um, yes, yeah, Tampa Bay do have a decent run defense, but they got they they've been. I think they got gashed last week. If I, if I should, should really remember what happened in week eight. Let me just uh, let me just have a quick scroll through. See who Tampa Bay played. Uh, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, they did okay. Um, yeah, I just think Seattle at home, Tampa Bay. Um, James Winston did said not did nothing last week to tell me that he's uh, learned from he, the er- errors of his ways from the bye week. Baltimore plus three, give me a give me a field goal in that game uh, on Sunday night football in Dallas. Like Adam said, I know he said I think thirteen points on hit on his write up, uh, which you should go and check out as well. By the way, um, so yeah, I'm going minus seven on that one uh, off a bye against so the New York Giants should be all good. A couple of totals, really like two totals today. I really found um, the. the third Third one difficult to try and find. Um, I probably might go on the fly here actually and uh, change the 
change the last one, but we'll see how we go. Over 50.5, Oakland and Detroit is the same one as Adam, so I agree with him on that one. Uh, it should be two offences uh, going going fully at it. Both teams need to win as well, so they're going to be desperate, going to be airing the ball uh, all over the place. And then if the Wembley game, you're in for a treat. I think over 46.5, um, that's going to appear a bit later on in my best bets. But over 46.5, Jacksonville, Houston. I'll tell you what you need for an over to come in, folks, is you need two good QBs or two, yeah, one decent QB and maybe one average one, but uh, and then you know you need two defenses that are absolutely beaten up or absolutely garbage, and that's what you have here with Jacksonville and Houston. Force this 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 should be a fifty and a half game to be quite honest. Uh, both teams travelled over on the Friday, so again you kind of paying rolling the dice a little bit in terms of whether they'll wake up in the first half or not but uh, didn't seem to worry the Rams too much did it so uh, third one I've got written down under uh, over over 37 Washington versus Buffalo I think the the Washington Redskins actually match up quite well against Buffalo in terms of the run game Adrian Peterson uh, should have a decent day in fantasy um, but I think I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to also go over in the Jets uh, Miami game the, the uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll post this up uh, on the website. What my my final one was, but the the Oakland Jacksonville overs and the Washington under was five point nine seven to one there with Bet Victor for those that are interested. Uh, eight times uh, my treble for this week: Le'Veon Bell, DeAndre Hopkins, and Dalvin Cook four point eight uh, four point one eight to one uh, with Betfair. Le'Veon Bell again. The, if you if you're a fantasy owner of Le'Veon Bell, if if he doesn't score, if he if the, this is the week, ladies and gentlemen, he's got Miami. He's gonna he's gonna get fed the ball. Uh, he should should score quite heavily this week. Nuke Hopkins as well. He should have a, a decent time of it. Jaguars struggle against wide receiver ones. Uh, Dalvin Cook uh, again. He, he's just Dalvin Cook. Kansas City give up the quite a lot of yardage uh, on the ground to running backs. Uh, I think I said it on the uh, on Thursday pod there, so go and check that one out as to my reasoning. Uh, but like all three of those, some big ones, some ones at bigger prices. I don't know if you constitute two to one as bigger prices, but Mark Walton, uh, Robbie Anderson, they're both two to one. Robbie Anderson is an absolute stonking bet this week. Um, Miami Dolphins give up the most, uh, or I think the second most, twenty plus air yards or depth of targets or twenty plus yards, um, and that's what Robbie Anderson's game is. So um, yeah. Robbie Anderson, again, similar to Le'Veon Bell. If, you, if this is the game you're going to play your Jets, it's going to be this one, isn't it? Kenny Steele's 3-1 to one for the um, Houston Texans. Again, Will, Will Fuller's out. Kenny Steele could get in the end zone. And Darren Fells is 4-1 to one as well. He's got in the end zone in the last couple of weeks. Actually had two touchdowns last week. He's 4-1. to one. Uh, Chris Conley as well, 11-4. Uh, Didi Westbrook is a, bit, is a bit dodgy, a bit iffy this week over in Wembley. So he's going to be the main beneficiary if, uh, if Didi Westbrook does not go. Uh, request a bet. I uh, actually quite liked yours, Adam. I uh, really like that one, the Christian McCaffrey one. That was quite that was quite good. I probably might follow you in on that one. But the one I've gone for is my old favourite, Houston versus Jacksonville. One touchdown and one field goal in each half by both teams, uh, and that's twelve to one. So it should be should be a decent game. Hopefully the weather's not going to be too bad either. If if it is, I don't, I don't even know if they've ever closed the roof on a Wembley game. Uh, answers on the postcard, please. Uh, before we round us off, Nap and next best for me over forty six and a half Jacksonville Houston, like I just said, uh, ten to eleven. Generally, that is my nap for the week, and my next best is going to be Baltimore plus three. Uh, generally, as well. So come on, the Baltimore. Uh, I'm all over, all on you this week. The Lamar Jackson hype train is is going to get into full swing. The MVP conversation. 
Um, yeah, they're my bets. I say we'll post these up over at fullteenyards.com and on the website and then in um, on Twitter and Instagram and all the rest of it as well. Facebook group. Go and give us a Facebook group for you. Go and give us uh, go and do us a favour. Um, that's pretty much going to do it for the podcast today. I hope you enjoy that. Good luck with all your bets. Again, please gamble responsibly. Uh, Christmas is around the corner, so make sure you either win some pennies or be uh, be shrewd and don't don't spend too much and say don't definitely do not overspend. Not cool. Um, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back. I'll be back on next week. Uh, in between your ears. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you find your podcast. And tell a friend. Please share the love. Would mean a lot to us. And say, we, yeah, try and get some more clicks. Trying to get some more listens because uh, we're doing a lot of things as well, including Britball Podcast was out as well by me uh, just uh, just a few hours ago. That was recorded, and so all the boys in all the branches are doing lots of good work. Fancy podcasters are also back next week as well. But I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to stop rambling because it is gone midnight on Saturday, uh, and I've got to get up for the Wembley game in the morning. So if you're going down there, give us a message. Come say hi. Uh, love to see to Love to see you. Love to speak to you. Um, but we'll be back in a couple of days so enjoy your weekend, enjoy the week 9 action uh, hope you win lots of money in the great words of Kevin Cadle it's bye bye for now bye bye thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards podcast follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full 10 Yards or email the show full10yards at gmail.com